What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Red Light, Green Light podcast, uh, episode three. My name is Jeremy, and I am joined by Aaron, as always. What's up? Hey, how's it going? So, oh, man. So, I'm super tired. I stayed up too late last night with the... I actually went out with friends. It's like, Uh, never happens, man. It's like, (laughs) never happens. So, we got some pizza, and we're just hanging out. So, but yeah, and then... Then and then it was like ten o'clock, and they're like, "Oh, let's go see, let's go see Morbius." And I'm like, "No, uh, no, because uh, Morbius uh, sucks. I already know the movie sucks, and <laughs> I'm not paying to see it uh, at a on a Friday night. Uh, then those jacked up prices. So I'm like, I'm, "You guys go ahead. <laughs> I'm good." So, anyways, yeah, that sounds like sounds like fun. I'm sure it would have been ten o'clock in a sure. movie though. That like, do they? I mean, I guess it's Friday yeah. night, so I guess they show them pretty late. But man, yeah, they're well, yeah. And then you know, they're not married. They're not, you know. Oh yeah, so, and, <laughs> it's all good. But um, but yeah, so I'm like, I it probably would have been fun to see that movie with them because you know it's like the movie sucks, so it's like would have been <laughs> funny to watch. But it's like um, I'm just gonna go. So, <laughs> but anyways, That's awesome. Uh, we got some quick news things here before we get into what we've been playing. Uh, Aaron, feel free to jump in as as you please. So, uh, first thing, Mojang or Mo Yang, uh, the uh, Minecraft studio, uh, accidentally uploaded a next gen patch to Minecraft Preview, uh, has since taken it down, stating it was an error and has no plans uh, on releasing a new version. Uh, which is sad for many Minecraft players because uh, a lot of people were really excited. And that started popping up, and then they just kind of yanked it away. <laughs> I just don't know how you can next gen patch Minecraft though. I mean, the thing is like, it have, did you? So you didn't see what it looked like, huh? You didn't I, see what what it looked like? No. Uh, you should look it up uh, after this because uh, it it did look you know it looked cool. I I liked what I was seeing. Um, they they had like ray tracing and stuff in it. It looked, it looked cool, but. Um, yeah, unfortunately, they they say they currently have no plans on releasing a, a new version of that. So, hmm. uh, Child of Light's protagonist Aurora is coming to Bloodstained Ritual of the Night for some reason. Oh my um, I guess, guess there are some Child of Light fans on that that dev team over there. So that's um, weird. It is weird, but it's I I mean cool i guess yeah i don't know it's yeah i mean it's kind of fitting i mean i've yeah. not played i played child like just briefly I, I don't own it so I, but i've seen it and, and played a little bit of it and mm-hmm. i guess it i mean it's it, it's kind of that i wouldn't say or i wouldn't say child of light is dark but like bloodstained but she kind of fits the profile type deal so it'd be kind of cool yeah um Fast, Fast and Furious Crossroads is being delisted after two years of being out. So, um, and I know that game was really bad. So, like terrible. So, yeah, all ten people are upset right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> those those ten people probably have physical copies, so they're they're okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, last thing, E uh, three officially canceled, uh, and it's probably never coming back. So no. Uh, it's a little sad because I do like the shows, um, but they'll probably, you know, Xbox will probably do something. Nintendo will probably have a direct in the summer. Uh, you know, I'll like, you know, yeah, the important saying. stuff will, will remain. 
Yeah, I was going to say, the, the way that everything's set up now, I don't think, I mean, I've listened to people talk about E3, and they were talking about, like, if they're never going to do it in person, then there's no point in even having it, because, like, yeah. E3 has always been about the, um, like, the developer side of things, like, they come in, have meetings, talk. It's never really been about the fans and the, the, the companies, you know, the, the big three have their own platforms now where they can do that very easily through streaming mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So it's not like a exactly. devs, not devastating for them. They can still get their point. I mean, Nintendo always showed up with a digital program anyways. Right. And yeah, exactly. Sony, so it's like. Sony for the last two years hasn't even shown up or. Yeah, three, they, or they, last... yeah they've done their own digital thing like Nintendo does. So, yeah. So, which, you know, it, it makes sense because it's like, why pay E3 money when you can just do it yourself? Exactly. So yeah. But, uh, that's the, that's the quick things. Uh, Aaron, what have you uh, been playing this week? Um, kind of a slow week. Just been playing Kirby kind of mm -hmm. walking through that. Um, I say walking because it literally, I'm not going super fast. I mean, I'm collecting everything like, so I'm not. I'm trying not to go through the story and have to go back. So I'm trying to complete everything up front. Yeah. So when I get done, I'm done. Same. So just kind of going through that. Um, it's a good game. I like it. I enjoy it. It is very, very easy. I mean, the challenges come in some of the, you know, some of the challenges trying to find the waddle D's and stuff, but other, like as far as platforming goes, it's very easy platforming. Mm -hmm. So, but it's good. You know, it's, I like the, the different environments as they change up. Um, I'm in the carnival now, um, getting ready to go to the next world and I am not looking forward to that. So, because it's all white and so I'll just, no, yeah. spoiler alert. Do, <laughs> do you know how many worlds there are? Is there six, like, I shouldn't say worlds, but like, like areas. Are there six areas or? I, I am not sure. I have not looked it up. I thought about it, but then I was like, mm, "I'll wait and see." Dude, but keep keep the mystery. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of got depressed when I saw the next world. I was like, "Man, they had to do I, it." I haven't, I haven't seen it, but well, I haven't, um, I haven't been in it, but I I I know what it's going to be, and it's my least favorite types of levels in any video game ever. So, gotcha. Um, so just Kirby, you said? Yeah, just Kirby. Like I said, just okay. kind of a kind of a slow week. Yeah. Uh, same for me, kind of uh, with Kirby. Uh, I'm I'm on the the World Three, the Carnival areas. So, and like you said, I'm trying to do everything before moving on to the next world. So, um, but yeah, so like I just like like you said, it's just kind of like you know, it's just it's like it's just a chill kind of game. You know, it's it's easy, but it's not like boring easy. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, it's just a good, you know, it's a good podcast game. You can just throw on a podcast or something and just kind of work on getting through the game. Cause, um, you know, the music's not like, you know, the most amazing, you know, <laughs> you don't want to listen to it over and over and over again. So <laughs> that it's not bad. It's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, I also beat, uh, Bioshock infinite, uh, which is, you know, I've talked about that last week. I think that game is fantastic. I think it's a 10 out of 10 game. Nice. Uh, and I did play the the DLC for the first time, which was really cool. Um, the DLC is also really great. You go back to um, uh, Rapture, which is the setting of the, the first game, which is really cool. Um, but it's before the... Um, um, it's before the Civil War, so it's not, like, super destroyed or anything. So you kind of, like, see what it was like before 
um you know the first game takes place so that was really cool that's cool uh, but yeah so that's pretty much it for me like i said it's like you know slow week uh for me um and then obviously this coming week we have lego star wars which is really exciting we'll yeah, talk it about is. that next week yeah um uh, so yeah uh we'll get into the news then uh number one sony finally revealed its game pass competitor uh, PlayStation Plus is changing this June to a three-tier sub- subscription service, and I'll walk through that real quick here. Uh, the first tier, uh, PlayStation Plus Essential, uh, that's the same uh, benefits that you're already getting if you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus. Uh, the two, uh, or sometimes three, monthly down- downloadable games, uh, exclusive discounts, uh, cloud storage for saved games, and online multiplayer access. Um, so there's no changes for current uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, so $10 a month or $60 yearly or $25 quarterly if you do that. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh, this provides all the benefits from the essential tier, so the t- tier before, and then adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our uh, PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Uh, games in the extra tier are downloadable for play and that is $15 a month uh, or $40 quarterly or $100 yearly and then uh, the third tier PlayStation Plus premium uh, obviously you get the benefits from the previous tiers adds up to 340 additional games including PS3 games available via cloud streaming uh, and a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PSP generations. Um, and it offers um, cloud streaming for the, the PlayStation PS2, PSP, PS4 games, uh, where, um, and then timed, it also offers timed limited game trials. Uh, will also be in the tier. Um, so, like, you know, they recently, uh, I think, made a Death Stranding um, trial available for that as well. So it's same kind of deal. Uh, the price for that is $18 monthly, $50 quarterly, or $120 uh, yearly. Um, also, in a separate interview, Jim Ryan, who's the head of, you know, PlayStation, uh, he stated that currently they have no plans to release games date their I should say their own games day and date on the service, stating it could affect the quality of their titles. Uh, he also uh, stated that the industry changes very quickly, presumably meaning that putting them on the service day one could happen someday. So uh, this is the uh, our topic of the show because obviously Game Pass is a big deal on the show with you know with focus on Xbox and Nintendo. Um, so we kind of wanted to, to focus on, on what Sony's doing over here. So Aaron, uh, I'll kind of just kind of get your general thoughts overview of what you think about the service. Um, and then we, we'll kind of go into more detail, but just what do you, what like, do you think it's a, you know, good value or like, just what's your, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I was actually when I heard about it because I listened to uh, or was listening to some people talk about this earlier this week. And like before they announced it, I was totally skeptical. I was like, okay, he's going to come in and he's going to, you know, these prices are going to be outrageous, especially when you hear three tier and you know it's PlayStation. So 
you know, Sony likes to grab that money. So I was like, okay, this is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And then they announced it and I was like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Um, there's a lot of good things in here. I like, um, I think there's a lot of things in here that are still a little confusing. Um, I think just in the wording, I think until we see it in practice, it won't really be clear. But then, but I think for the value, for the price, I think the value is good. Um, I think there's a lot of, um, I guess, like, I like the pricing structure and I like how they're allowing people to pay yearly, unlike mm -hmm. Xbox, where Xbox is 15 bucks a month, you know, locked. Like, you don't, there is no, well, 15 bucks a month or you can pay, you know, 100 bucks a year. Like, they don't have that option. Like, so you're paying 180 bucks a year no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. so you're locked in for 180 bucks. So there's no discount. So Sony is at least offering that. Um, so I do like, I mean, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's, I think the tiers are fair. Um, I would like a little bit more detail. Like I'd like to know, I think, you know, are they, how fast are these games coming? Are they going to be there day one? Like with the launch of PlayStation plus, are they going to kind of drip feed them like Nintendo does over time? You know, so there's some other things like in the second or is it the, I think it's a second package or a third package. I can't remember where they offer cloud. It says games will be available via cloud and download. So I want to know, like, is that all games are going to have the option to stream or and or download? Or is it going to be like, you know, some games are going to be cloud only. Some games are going to be download only. So just some details. But other than that, I think it's pretty cool. I think Sony came through with this. Um with this program, I think it's really neat for those who want the retro games. And I think it's, you know, kudos on Sony for trying to keep the, you know, the older systems. Yeah. I know it's not backwards compatibility and some people that own those games will have to, you know, basically buy these games again. But for those who don't have these games, this is a great value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I agree uh, for the most part that, you know, it's not, um, it's not everything that I would have wanted personally like i i was really hoping somehow they would have you know come through and and you know made ps3 games um you know you could play them natively on ps5 um i know some people uh think that it's impossible but i know that there are people that don't think it's impossible and i don't think it's impossible for them to figure it out you know on ps5 to run ps3 games i, th I think they could figure it out but um, I am a little disappointed. Um, I think it, uh, I, I should say, I think it's a little disappointed that they're locking, they're kind of taking the Nintendo route here where they're locking, you know, backwards compatibility behind uh, paywall. Um, yeah. So like PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PSP games, uh, you can only, you know, play those games if you're subscribed. Um, I think they should, they should make the, like, you know, virtual console type thing where, you know, you can buy them separately if you want to. Um, maybe they will. I don't know. Um, so I think you know that would be that would be really cool if they if they did that. Uh, you know, made them available. I am curious. You know how um, how they um, how did you say this? Um, how they'll uh, you know if they're going to upscale the games at all. You know. Do, do some FPS boosts like Xbox does with their, some of their, you know, older older games. Um, you know, I, I don't expect much out of Sony in that regard just because, 
it seems like their technical stuff with their older, you know, older uh, games don't, you know, that just, it's not, you know, it's not there like how, you know, Microsoft does it. Um, but I, and I also agree that um, um, it's really cool how they give you the option to buy it, you know, yearly or quarterly. Like you said, Xbox, you know, it's just $15 a month. Um, and we'll kind of talk about, you know, something uh, with that later, but um, I, 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 you know, I agree. I think Sony, um, some people were like, oh, you know, they need to do day and day and date, you know, their, their, their own games. And I don't think that they, they need to right now because um, Sony fans are already buying, you know, their games. So it's like, why would they, you know, change that? Um, yeah. Yeah, and Sony's got a big, you know, they got a big market. It's a little bit, I mean, I would say it's a little bit more expanded than, you know, Xbox, where Sony's got the, you know, they've got the the East and the West, where, you know, Xbox is mostly West, you know, so they've got just the U.S. mostly, you know, they're not, they've not got that Japanese support, where Sony does have that Japanese support, and even though they're pulling out, they're still, you know, they're still loyal to Sony, so, but... Right. I don't, yeah, and I've I've heard people say that this is an X, this is a Game Pass killer. I disagree with that as well. I don't think this. I mean, it's, <laughs> this may be good, but this is nowhere near as good as what Xbox has. And then mm-hmm. if Xbox does acquire, you know, um, Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard, then you know that just exponentially increases the value of Game Pass, especially with the, like the if PlayStation comes through. One day with day and date, then maybe they I would say they're equals. But right now, PlayStation, even with this program, PlayStation is still lagging behind as far mm-hmm. as value of a subscription service. Yeah. To Xbox. So it's not Game Pass killer. I still think Microsoft has that on lockdown right now. And so, but yeah. So, yeah. But I do agree with you. I, it is. I would like. That's why I'm going back to your point with the you know frame boost and you know will they do anything? That's the kind of stuff like so I'm saying. Like it's Jim Ryan's very good at when he speaks. Like he knows how to he knows how to talk. Like he knows how to use words to kind of manipulate the conversation. And I think he's done that with this. And like I don't. There's just a lot of details that's been left out. Like so. And I think so. Like I said, there's a lot of until it's seen in action. Like I, I think it's uh, you know, I'll still be a little skeptical. I mean, it's still like I, I said, I like some of the stuff they're doing, and but and I think the pricing and structure is good for what they're doing. But I still, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um. So yeah, I uh. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm curious, you know, this you know, up to seven hundred games based on, you know, what tier you are. I'm curious like, you know, what like how, what the quality of the cause the quality of those games are because like you know, PlayStation, you know, they always you know, you know, the fanboys are always like, you know, we got the quality the quality stuff <laughs> yeah. and Game Pass is trash and you know, all this stuff. So I'm just yeah. I'm I'm curious like, you know, what is in the service. Um, I probably personally, I subscribe to a PlayStation plus just for the, the, um, uh, the online cloud stuff, the storage. Um, you know, I just get it like a discounted year, uh, of, of plus, uh, around black Friday. Um, 
you know, I'm not paying the full sixty dollars for the year, yeah. um, which is which is nice because uh, I really I, I download the games usually, or I, I I should say I add them to my library, but I typically you know don't use them um, just because you know I I play most of my games on Xbox, but um, so I, I I'm just cur- I I don't see myself subscribing. Uh, to you know playstation plus premium or whatever but you know they could be like hey we got all these old games and you know they got trophies they're upscaled they they run really well and then i'll be like okay let's we'll, we'll talk uh, so you know it's just it's you know i i look forward to seeing the, the future um um you know what 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 it all entails so yeah it's yeah. I mean, it's neat. It's I mean, it's it's definitely a different time in video game, like, uh, industry. There's a lot of stuff happening. But I will say, kind of going back to what, and I don't want to say I like agree with Jim Rock because Jim Rock, some of the stuff he says, especially when he talks about the quality of his titles, and but I will agree with him. Like I heard somebody break this down, and I was like, at first I heard what he said, and I was like, that makes no sense. Like I don't get what you're saying, bro. Like, but then. They start talking about it, and I kind of get where he's coming from. So he doesn't want to do the day and date release titles of video games on the subscription because you know his his it talks about it would ruin the quality, and to a point and to an extent, I can get where he's coming from because he, those developers that develop those games, you know, when you, they, when people purchase them, that money goes back into the development team and it gives them something to work towards and where if they all just go on the game pass, like, you know, so then the, the, the funds would have to be divvied up between each, you know, department from only game pass or from only the subscription service. And, you know, so the income would be less. So this way they're selling, like you said, Sony's selling games. So this way their games get sold and people subscribe. So now they've got double the income coming in. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get where he's coming from, and like to an extent, but you know, Xbox though it somehow seems to do you know the poor. But again, Microsoft's got money, so you know they they can pour that money into their developers. And like I said, I'm not trying to defend Sony like this. <laughs> I am like hundred percent like I think Sony's made some horrible decisions lately. But I don't. Know, I I get where he's coming from in a way. Like I kind of see his mindset, like how he like what he's thinking like mm-hmm. as like how you know their titles could struggle if they started they, especially right now like if they pulled it day one and said okay well we're you know we're not these games are coming straight to the things a lot of people are just gonna stop buying the games and go straight to the subscription and mm-hmm. you know he may not get a whole lot of subscriptions right away and so then you know the, the money the the income would 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 falter and so i get where he's coming from um but if he wants to talk about quality of titles, he's got to start releasing some quality titles. <laughs> <laughs> well, but anyways, yeah. I, I, that was my, my thing. Yeah. And, um, I think, uh, the quality thing, like, that was kind of interesting for him to say, just cause, um, I think Sony games have been more buggy in the last couple years, not bad, but just like, like Ratchet and Clank, when I played that, there were you know some bugs. Uh, Spider Man Miles uh, had some bugs. I know Returnal uh, had a lot of issues with like like the game wouldn't even work on some PlayStation fives for some reason. Yeah, uh, not like you know not bad games, 
just you know they've had more issues and then the whole thing with you know Gran Turismo 7 right now I, I know there's a lot of issues with with that um like how the um like the like the I, I guess you could say like the in-game economy works like with the oh, with yeah. the points or, or whatever like in and the microtransactions and stuff like that um yeah, that and game, then, I mean, well, that game itself is kind of goes to show the like it's like it's always online and like yeah, yeah, even the single player like it's yeah, it's a lot of I mean, the server goes down, the game's broken, you can't play it, right? So, so and then and it's just kind of interesting to see the comparison between that and uh, Forza Horizon Five that happened last year, um, where you know the game sold really well even before the game came out because. Um, you could you could uh, buy the ultimate edition or whatever and play like a week earlier or something and 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 then it sold like there were over like a million people playing the game before, you know it even came out officially. So yeah. it's just you know it's interesting that he would say that. And I know with Halo, uh, you know it had a really good launch and then right now, um, you know had some issues. Um, you know, just providing content for the online. So hopefully, you know, live service games that, you know, they just, you know, they, they have their highs and lows. So, um, you know, I'm not super worried about them turning that, turning that around with like season two or whatever, but, but it's just, you know, it's interesting, you know, just to see the comparisons between Xbox and PlayStation and that, and the subscription uh, area. And of course you got Nintendo over there doing its own thing. Um, <laughs> having, te- having, you know, sometimes really bad online you know so yeah <laughs> they're kind of just like they're like that that kid at the dance who's just sitting on the wall by himself yeah <laughs> nobody to dance with but just doing this thing <laughs> yep. so uh we will uh keep an eye on that uh you know come june when the when the service launches maybe we'll have you know hopefully we'll have more more details by then so um so yeah we'll move on to number two uh nintendo has delayed uh the legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 to spring 2023 uh they released a video with Ija anuma An- excuse me anuma uh apologizing uh in the video there were also a few seconds of new footage showing link holding a broken master sword so aaron what uh what did you think about this when uh when you saw the news here, uh, it was a little. I mean, I would, I, would, I guess, a little let down because I was, you know, whatever. But I, I expected it. it. Has been there's been talks of a delay till 2023 for a long time. Like even like when they announced it could potentially come out in 2022, there were still people saying no, it's not coming out in 2022. If you know they said, you know, again, it's all in the wording, and they said, you know, Nintendo never said it was coming out concretely in 2022. They said it's you know, we're shooting for a 2022 release date. And, and so that was what set people off. And, you know, it's, it's like I said, there's, so there's been talk for a long time that the game was going to be delayed and, you know, especially seeing no footage and no updates and no, you know, anything like that. And obviously people were talking about, you know, maybe wait until E3, which obviously that's, it's not going to happen. So, and then we get this message, which I'm not mad. I mean, it's fine. It's not like a huge delay. I mean, let's be realistic. The game probably wouldn't have came out until, you know, November, December anyways. So for them to wait till spring of 2023, which is anywhere between, you know, March, between March and June, um, it's fine. It's not a huge delay. 
So a few months to wait for, you know, what potentially can be, you know, a fantastic game. And I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad. Like I said, there's plenty of games that are coming out this year for the switch, like mm-hmm. to keep people busy. They don't need breath of the wild. Like, I don't know. And that's what one thing I saw, like people were talking about how this is the greatest year for Nintendo switch since 2017, you know, since it's launch date. And, and then all of a sudden this video gets released and legend of Zelda gets, you know, postponed to 2023. And now this is the worst year for Nintendo. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's one game. Like you've got two new Pokemon games coming out. You've got, Splatoon coming out. You've got, mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There's literally almost a game a month. I mean, if there's multiple games a month, but if you, I mean, there's one big game a month almost for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's enough to keep anybody busy, and there's something for everybody. So I'm not mad. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of hopeful. Maybe there's a new system coming out with it. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you next. Is like, do you, did you like? Is there talk or anything? about like a new like switch pro or switch two or something launching because it you know at that point it would have been six years since uh the switch launch yeah no i have not heard of uh any rumors the rumors have actually kind of slowed down for uh you know a new switch or whatever mm-hmm. and i mean the, the talk is on the street obviously nintendo has come out and said they want this will the the switch will run for 10 years. They expect they anticipate a 10 year lifespan. Mm-hmm. Obviously we're going, we're going on six years so that would leave an additional four years. Well, there's no way for this um, technology to keep up for the mm-hmm. next four years to if the game. People are going to continue producing games. So rumor has it, there will be a revision. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to Nintendo, so it's not next gen because, you know, we've talked about this before. Nintendo doesn't really do generations. They just do consoles and, like they've yeah. done it with the Game Boy, and like you know when the Game Boy came out, Game Boy Color, like technically the Game Boy Color was more advanced system, but it was still considered it was still the same generation, mm-hmm. you know. So then you had your your Game Boy Advance, and then you had your Game Boy Advance SP, you know, not necessarily that wasn't next generation. That so they all their sales always get lumped together. So the rumor, or, you know, the or the the talk is that. Nintendo will release another console more powerful, but it will be still in the Switch family, and they'll count those numbers towards Switch sales. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it would be cool. I mean, there's just a lot of again. This is speculation. Now, so this and this is like completely theoretical. This is not anything, but you know, if Breath of the Wild two launches in spring in March, that'll be its anniversary of its release in 2017. You know, mm-hmm. alongside the Switch. So if they release it in March and they release the console beside it and then release the game like they've always done with Zelda's in the past is release it on the previous console and the new console. Right. So like, you know, they released Breath of the Wild was on uh Wii U and Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh I think what was it? Twilight Princess was on GameCube and Wii. Yep. So, you know, it's just it's they kind of do their thing. So I don't know. That's, that's really the only talk. Like I said, the rumors have kind of slowed down, um, which is not always a bad thing. Sometimes when the rumors slow down, things pick up. So, mm-hmm. but so also one last thing is, you know, Nintendo, they like to release one Mario game and one Zelda game every year. So with, with this out of the way, what do you think they're going to, you know, slide in this year with Zelda? Well, I think, 
again, the the talk was in the past that you know the Wind Waker, Twilight Princess mm. dual pack was still a thing, you know, still on the shelf. And I think there's potential for that. Like I think if they're going to release games, I think if they want to make people happy and make up for canceling the game or postponing the game, I think that Breath, uh, um, Wind Waker, at least a Wind Waker HD mm-hmm. uh, re release for the Switch would be a fantastic thing. Um, and if they did the double pack Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, that would be freaking fantastic. I and mean, you get two 3D games. And they're kind of very contrasting games. You got one on the, the lighter you know, kind of kitty side, if you will, and then you got the other side, which is very dark. So I think that would be a good, um, good thing for fans. I think that would really, 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 really help um, ease the pain of the of the yeah. delay if they release that. But I don't. Other than that, I don't know what else they could do. I mean, there's other games they could release, but I don't think there's other Zelda games outside of those two games that fans really want. Yeah. I would look, I would really love to see, you know, the double pack, um, or, you know, one or the other or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, Nintendo charge $60 each. No. <laughs> uh, but I think it would also, I've been saying, you know, I'm not the only one saying this, but I've been wanting this since it, you know, the remake releases a, um, uh, the Oracle games uh, re- remade in the style of the Link's Awakening would be really cool. Yeah, that would be neat. I mean, but, and that would be that would be. I would. I've never played those games, so I would be stoked if they did that. But yeah, as think, far, yeah. but again, it's Nintendo, and if they were going to do those Oracle games, they'd have to be, mm-hmm. you know, a complete rebuild, right? You know, from the end. So I don't know, unless they were already working on it. I mean, which is possible. Yeah, and they're just that's true. like let's let's increase the word. You know, we could be like okay, and <laughs> you know they they know inside, and, and so that is I guess it is you know it's, it's a possibility, and I'd actually be more excited about those than I would be probably the Wind Waker and mm-hmm. Twilight Princess because I've never played the Oracle of Seasons or Oracle of Ages or whatever. I've never played either one of those. Yeah, so, I played uh, Ages on the 3DS when the Virtual Console. So now I have Seasons, but I've never played it. So, but. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do because, you know, like I said, they like to release, you know, one Zelda game, one Mario game every year. So, obviously, Mario has the um, uh, soccer game, um, but they'll probably do something. I imagine they'll do something else with Mario this year. Um, But anyways, uh, so Breath of the Wild 2 delayed next year, maybe, hopefully. (laughs) <laughs> if they delay it past that then people are going to be <laughs> oh my goodness uh last thing we got here number three uh according to a report from jez corden of window windows central gaming xbox is working towards creating a game pass ultimate family plan aiming to launch sometime this year allowing up to five separate accounts to use it uh no details other than that are available um but with the news of uh sony uh you know doing their thing uh this was cool to see because uh, technically you can share game pass with one other person um you just have to uh really trust that person <laughs> and um <laughs> make sure they're not gonna jack up uh, your account or anything so i do that with my brother and then uh actually my wife uses it uh does that with one of her friends um uh, so that's you know it's really nice you know not to worry about but with this 
you know, we could technically get, you know, the four of us plus, you know, another person, um, we could be doing, um, you know, be getting an even better deal than, than what we are currently, which is exciting. And then it's also exciting for, for people that have, you know, older kids that have, you know, multiple consoles in the house. And, um, but yeah, so I, I think it's, it's a good uh, way to, you know, step in the right direction. Um, especially, you know, if they allow you to buy, you know, a year, uh, at a time, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, like we were talking about earlier with Sony. So, um, I know, Aaron, I know you don't really have game pass right now, but, um, what, what are you thinking about this? I think it's cool. I think, uh, you know, it's, it is good for the, you know, like you said, those with older kids and especially multiple, you know, multiple consoles in the house and, um, you know, or people who have, you know, friends who play on the same console, you know, like you could be like, Hey, especially if you get a cut, you know, if you get a kind of like playing like on the switch online family pan, you know, if you got yeah, three or more do. people, you know, and you, they all chip in that cuts the price down. Like, even if you have two people, I think the family plan for the, the, Nintendo Switch Online expansion packs like eighty, it's like seventy five bucks. So, two people you're paying, you know, little little less than forty bucks. Where if you buy it yourself, you're paying fifty bucks. So, like, you know, the so the plan is so like there you're saving money for just two people, you know, and that goes up to eight people. So if you have eight people, you know, you're paying ten bucks a month. Yeah, that's what. Well, it's uh, yeah, that's what we do with uh, Nintendo where. Um, with the, uh, family plan, uh, well, I think it's actually, uh, $80 for the year. If you do the, the, with the expansion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually more like 10 bucks a year per person, which is cool. So, Uh, so, yeah, so so that's, yeah, that's what we do. I, I have like, you know, a bunch of people on my account, which is like, uh, you know, it's cool because it's like, you don't even have to, you know, worry about it. So. Um, whereas, you know, if it's just, you know, you, you know, that's a lot of money. So especially for, um, you know, a few, few online games and, um, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, uh, especially, like I said, I have, you know, people, you know, my wife uses, plays, she has my Xbox one, my brother, we use it. And then she has a, um, Hunter has a friend that, that, um, that uses it so it's you know i'm looking forward to see you know hopefully it's a good deal um you know hopefully it's not just oh yeah family fan uh 15 times five a month and then <laughs> it's like well then it's not really a plan is it? so i'd heard i had heard that they said it would be um there would be it would be a deal that's good so i did hear yeah so i did hear it would save money like if you did it this way so i I was listening to somebody talk about it yesterday, uh, yesterday, and they said that they said that it would be there would be a, a pretty good discount if you mm-hmm. choose to go the family plan route. So, cool! I'm excited. I'm always up for saving money. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is all the news uh, we had this week, and so we'll talk about the or we'll do the uh, the games coming out this week. So. You have Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga for everything on April 5th, Tuesday. Super excited about that. Um, MLB The Show 22 for uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, April 5th. 
Uh, I'm really curious how that's going to run on on Switch. This is the first time it's coming to Switch. So. Yeah, I've heard it runs like curious. well, I heard it runs good, but it looks like poop. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, on on Thursday, you have Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC. Uh, Godfall Ultimate Edition, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Devil's Daughters coming to Switch on April seventh. Um, I I don't know who's playing those Sherlock Holmes games, but enough people must be playing them for them to keep making them. So I've not played them, so they must you know they must be good, I guess. So, um, the House of the Dead remake is coming to Switch on uh, Thursday, April seventh. Um, wait, April seventh is yeah, that's a Thursday. Okay, and um, um, that's it for this week. So. Yeah, a little, little side note on Chrono Cross. If people are listening to the podcast and you hear this, you can get a physical copy, but you have mm. to order it from Play Asia for the Switch or yes. for okay. uh, I think for all. I'm not okay. sure. I know for the Switch, so I'm, but I'm, I would assume for all because they are releasing a physical copy in Japan, and it has uh, support for many languages, not just not just mm-hmm. uh, English. It's got from my understanding, it's got English and German and Dutch and all those. Okay. So it's a cool. multilingual release. You gonna, you gonna get it? Am I gonna get it? Yeah. No, I don't think. No, I don't even think I'm gonna play <laughs> the game. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, well, since we've already done our topic of the show, uh, that is uh, that's it for us. So, um, Aaron, uh, any any other word you got? For um, us? I don't think so. Um, just thank everybody for listening. Um, yeah, little that's... little snack episode. You know, last last week we went for like an hour and a half, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's to give you guys time to decompress. And <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, you know, like, subscribe. You know, all that review, five star, all that, all that junk. So uh, that helps us out, and. Uh, yeah, we're on YouTube, Apple, uh, Google, and uh, Spotify. So you can find us on those. Maybe one day, maybe one day, if we get big enough, we'll do a video podcast with it. That's right. So, Got big dreams. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. We need, we need uh, some money every month. For that. <laughs> G Fuel, G Fuel, you out there? You sponsor us? I'll, I'll drink your. I'll drink your. Stuff. Oh yeah! Hey, I've always <laughs> been interested in G Fuel. I'll, yeah, <clears throat> I'm all, all down right. for some caffeine to play my video games. Exactly. Yeah, you got you got it's 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 right it's gamer fuel. It's right right there in the name. That's so. right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a gamer. Been gaming for many <laughs> years. Let's go. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. All right, later.